Hello, everyone. My name is Christopher. I use Zem and he, him pronouns. And my name is Judah. I use they slash them. And welcome to our latest episode of Speak Out today in honor of March, which is Bisexual Health Month. We're going to be talking all about bisexuality. We actually have a special guest from our outright staff, if you would like to introduce yourself, Colson. Okay, um, howdy. So, as previously mentioned, I'm Colson, uh, pronouns he, they, and yeah, I'm bi, and that's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, and then beside me for our the interview interrogation side, we have... Hi, my name's Kelly. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm here to help Chris interrogate. And I am not bisexual. We are not bisexual. No, me neither. Yes, so, so we are the non-bisexual interviewers, um, similar to our little thing we had for Aromantic Week. We're going to be learning all about our folks' experiences with bisexuality, their identities, potentially talking about erasure, biphobia, but also good things like things that bring them joy in their identities, how they found community, etc. Um, so Kelly, would you like to ask the first question? Well, our first question today is, how do you define your bisexuality? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a hard one. Yeah, we're starting out with the hard hitters. Cause <laughs> Let's go. People, so people define bisexuality differently. Um, personally, to me, it's... Some people say that, oh, it's an attraction to two or more genders. For me, it's kind of like a any gender type thing. And people are like, oh, why don't you use pansexual? And it's just because I don't want to. Um, whoa, Judith. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you don't want to do something? <laughs> well, because, like, so some people get really, like, persnickety about labels. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, I kind of don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you can go ahead, Colson. No, that's totally valid. Like, I relate to that. I don't have, like, a super sophisticated definition of my own bisexuality. It's just kind of like, I don't know, there's pretty people... Some of them are women, some of them are men, some of them are neither. I don't know. I don't make the rules. Um, And, like, I've also kind of, like, my rationale for, like, the reason why I don't identify as pan is, like, it's even dumber. It's just that, like, I like the bi flag more. I just like the color scheme. (laughs) That is so so valid. um, That's where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. That's so real. I use, like, the whoever invented the, like, ocean-looking gay man flag. I'm like, I'm using that one, even though the rainbow one's perfectly fine. Like, who cares? Um, Bisexuality, just, like, multi-gender-attracted people in general. PSA for everyone. You can use whatever label matches best for you. If you have Judas experience and you use pan or use omnisexual or something else, like, that's totally fine. Um, But our folks today decided... Bi works best for them, and that's totally valid. Um, I guess I can do the next question. Oh, yeah, Judah, we wanted to talk about this in particular. Um, and if, Colson, you have some thoughts too, but how does transness and bisexuality interact? So it could be within your own identity. It could be related to, like, trans experiences within the bisexual community or transphobia within bi or queer spaces. Um, so, yeah, how do those interact for you? Um, well, this is going to sound kind of silly. I cannot make a decision to save my life. <laughs> um, I couldn't make a decision in regarding, like, regarding, like, sexuality. Not that you have to make one, but that's kind of been, like, for a while, for the longest time, that had been, like, the mode of, like, people being, like, gay or lesbian, right? Or, like, being straight or lesbian or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, you had to choose between cis men or cis women. Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't. I was like, I don't know. Both seem cool. I've seen a trans person before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, to me at least, like that lack of like choice also kind of interacts with my gender a lot because I can't, I can't really like choose anything. Like, I'm not very definitive in my gender, which is nice. Um, I don't really run into any problems regarding that, but definitely, yeah, my bisexuality and my gender are kind of intertwined in that way. Um, I can't choose, like, not that I do choose, but I can't, like, I couldn't really settle on, like, a romantic partner, like, in terms of, like, 
do I want to date guys? Do I want to date girls? Do I want to date? Like, I couldn't settle on that. And so, like, similarly with, like, my gender, like, I couldn't settle on that either. Do I want to be a girl? Do I want to be a guy? Do I want to be neither? I don't know. It, like, shifts. And I, I wrote this before. I think I wrote it in one of my pieces in the past. Like, I, it shifts a lot. Like, there are days where I'm feeling more feminine. There are days where I'm feeling more masculine. There are days where I'm feeling neither. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, and it, I think that the metaphor of choice is actually pretty important. Like, there's the general, um, like, queer th- knowledge or, like, well, I don't even know what the word would be, but, like, the idea that, like, queer people do not choose who they love, right? And, like, yeah. the I, the thing of you, like, oh, I couldn't make a choice is, like, well, because you, because you are into both or many right so like you making a choice would be antithetical to what your identity is so it's so interesting how like maybe like gay people or straight people or just people who don't experience attraction to multiple genders are like well you have to make a choice and it's like well i thought the whole point was that i it's not a choice like i am this is just who i am and same with your like non-binary identity like this is i exist in this nebulous galaxy space and you literally can't do anything about it like like, you can't tell me to choose whether to be, like, a man or a woman. I exist in this space, and that's fine. Um, yeah. You're and... a space person. That's just how it is. Exactly. That's just yes. how it be. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there were definitely a lot of people who did say, like, I think, like, because bisexuality used to be kind of, like, not accepted. It mm-hmm. was very, like, taboo to be bisexual. You had to be either or. There was no room to be in between that. Um, and that really sucked for a long time, like, because, like, I don't know, people would never, I guess people might, but people would never say to, like, a gay person or a monosexual person, I think that's, like, the term people use for people who are not attracted to multiple genders is monosexual. For monosexual people, they would never tell them that, well, you have to choose. You know what I mean? Like, for monosexual people, it's, like, whoever they did it, dated were, was more, like, accepted. But, like, the minute, like, I don't know, a bi person decided to have multiple partners that happened to be different genders or, like, broke up with a partner of the same gender to date a different, a partner of a, with a different gender, it's now all of a sudden, like, oh, no, <laughs> like, that's not what I thought. Um, definitely, for sure, there has been, like, revivals of biphobia. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> on, like, Twitter and, like, TikTok and, like... Oh, Twitter. <laughs> all that discourse, like, I've had to, like, re- physically, like, remove myself from, like, those conversations because it's, like, talking to, like, a brick wall because there's a lot of misconceptions about bisexuals. Like, how are we still on the bisexuals or cheaters? Bisexuals are, like, only doing it for because they want more choices like how are we still it's been like 25 years 30 years let's get over that let's move past it i mean like i don't know i feel like bigotry doesn't really care about like precedent or how long things have been like around like bisexuality (laughs) conversations don't care about biden yeah Um, (laughs) but that's the thing too right like with with you talking about like gay people don't hear like that kind of decision that like fake decision dichotomy of like you have to choose to be gay or to be straight it like that that thought process like filters down from different decision fake decisions that queer people have had to make right so like in the past it's like oh you have to choose you can be gay and like not live with your family and be completely cut off or you can be straight and you can have like a supportive you know, family. And now that like being, and of course, disclaimer for anyone listening, homophobia still happens, still everywhere, but out of the identities, people who are cis and gay are, especially if they're also white, are typically more accepted than people of other identities and those intersectionalities. But anyways, um, like now, because they've kind of reached that threshold of acceptability and palatability, they are now, for some reason, angry at people who aren't making that choice. 
to be palatable the way that they had to um and it's like palatability gets us nowhere let by people exist you know well i think it's just because a lot of people are still stuck yeah in this kind of like binary mode of thinking Mm -hmm. like you have to like just guys or you have to like just women you have to be just a guy you have to be just a woman right like there's no type of mode to like be like to exist in that kind of like middle space where Mm -hmm. you don't choose between those two options um wait till they hear that gender is a social construct (laughs) (laughs) people get angry when you say that sexuality is a spectrum people get really angry they're Mm -hmm. like it's not a spectrum and i'm like well, it is. You're just on one point of the spectrum. And that's fine. Like, like People get so mad. They're like, they're like, it's not a spectrum for me. I was like, well, it's a spectrum for most people. And also, you exist on that spectrum. You exist at one point of that spectrum. Nobody's saying that you're, like, nobody's saying that your sexuality is fluid. You don't have fluid. to be a slider. Like, right. You can just... <laughs> yeah, nobody's saying that your sexuality is, like, fluid. But what they're saying is, is that, like, well, now there's a spectrum of choices that you have for romantic partners. If you choose to have romantic partners, right? Because there are people who are not necessarily, like, there are people who are bisexual, but who may be, like, aromantic. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> there are people who are biromantic and could be asexual. Like, it's just. You know, there's levels. There's there's spec. Like I said, a spectrum. What is that like? Like that map? It's like four. Like oh, the quadrants. four quadrants. Yeah, yeah it's like, like that kind of. Oh yeah. I'll have to put that on the. <laughs> we have we like, have yeah, authoritarian yeah. and what is it? It's like authoritarian communism and then left and right or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, what um, are the axes like... for being bi? Hmm? That's a good question. The axes for being bi on the on or the like, political the, square yeah. spectrum. <laughs> like. I guess that would probably be like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it's a stupid like, question. We don't have to think about yeah, it too yeah, hard. Cut like, this out. <laughs> like, you know, am I like libertarian female preference or like, you know, oh, God. Like, liking women means you're a libertarian. <laughs> liking non-binary people, communist, classic. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. No, liking non-binary people is the most centrist thing you could possibly do. Or just like oh apolitical. Gosh. Like, y- you have ascended. I'm dead. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> you want to ask the next one, Kelly? Sure. Um... Now that we've figured out um, <laughs> exactly. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look into this political spectrum. Uh, the next question is, uh, I'd love to hear about how you guys knew that you were bisexual like what was that journey like for you there were probably like signs earlier that i just kind of like disregarded because again going back to that subject of choice like being bi like you're kind of you know taught that like you can kind of like you know it's an illusion of like being able to choose quote unquote who you are how you present yourself to the world and like you know in a lot of cases there was probably like part of me that was quote unquote choosing the path of least resistance having grown up in like an evangelical household um you know i probably like accepted or like you know took note of the parts of me that like were heterosexual and kind of disregarded the parts of me that were like more homosexual and you know as i got into high school though like you know going to a public school away from like you know a small like private school um like a small like you know Uh-oh. private evangelical <laughs> school that's another story but um like uh I started to like, you know, open up a little more, found queer friends. And like I was still very much like I guess there's a trope of like the church camp gay. Like I think one of the um like one of the first Kelly dis- knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> we went to the gay. we went to the same Presbyterian hey. church in high school. But, Anyways, um, continue. Yeah, so like um I think the first like properly distinct experience I can remember where I was kind of like, oh, maybe I do also like men, was like, um, there was like this uh, guy in my cabin, and we'll call him, we'll call him uh, John. That's a generic name. The um, most generic. Yeah. Can't find him now. It's a good maybe, church like, camp name. Yes. There's like, but his there's roommates like four were Matthew, and... Luke, and Paul. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Tell me God didn't have a plan. But, um, so, like, I. He um was like this like tall like Asian boy with like 
um, <laughs> with, like, wavy hair, and he had, like, a soft personality. And, like, I remember just lying in my bunk, and he was, like, right in the bunk above me, and I just kind of remember thinking to myself, hmm, I would not <laughs> mind climbing up there right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. But then I was like, oh, but Jesus would be unhappy. So, like... Jesus is the only man allowed in my heart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. That was kind of, like, a moment that sat, like, kind of dormant for a little while. And then, like, during the pandemic, I, you know, obviously, as you do, you kind of, like, stay up till, like, 5 a.m. just talking with people on Discord and stuff like that. And, like, I'm talking to, um, like, one of my gr good friends who would eventually become my partner, like, um, and then, like, not, but, like, chill. <laughs> Why am I going off on so many tangents? But you should listen to any of our episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing don't worry. perfectly, Colson. We loved your tangents. Okay, thank you. Um, but like, they were basically just like, you know, I described that experience and also the fact that like I have a type for guys where it's like <laughs> it, it's kind of like you know people who are like John. Um, and they were basically like, "Yo, that's queer coded as fuck," and I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I'm just quirky. I'm just a little quirky to want to go into John's bed. A little quirky bed. thing, you know? little quirky thing <laughs> going to climb a bunk for a boy. Oh, that's so cute. That's so real. Quirky. Yeah. It's, it's really real. That's so real. Mm -hmm. And it's been a process kind of like learning to like love the label and, um, you know, kind of learning to like, pro like actually kind of like be proud of it and accept it. But you know, it's been a rewarding journey. It brought me here, and this is lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Well, I think we're so you wrote, glad you're here. Did you write the article? Uh, write an article about like this similar journey? I'm trying to remember if that was you. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Like I've like uh, my only article has been like the one on the public universal friend. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. I'm like, well, someone else in Outright also has a similar story that I'm remembering right now. Um, yeah, I think we have several members. With, we have a lot like, of bisexual people. Yeah. Somehow we can only get two for this episode. <laughs> uh, and Jude is wearing their outfit. I'm pretty sure that they were photographed in for their essay yes. on bisexuality. I, which I, was, I was photographed. I had shorter hair then. I kind of yes. miss my short hair. Um, but it's okay. Uh, my hair's longer now. It's fine. So what about you, Judah? What's your oh, story? God, that is... It sounds kind of not as cool you don't um, have a john <laughs> i don't have a john <laughs> i did have a i'm trying to think of a really good name <laughs> you're like a good she, says their entire she full also name. <laughs> had a biblical name let's go with mary yeah oh. her name her name was not biblical like that it was biblical differently Mm -hmm. But I it was quirky biblical, yeah, as we found out. Um, and she was pretty cool. She was kind of like this indie chick that I had met in my well, I had known her all my four years of high school. Mm -hmm. She was like this indie chick, and like I had a little bit of a crush on her. Like I wanted to be in every group with her. I was like, oh, my God. She gave me bi vibes, too. Ooh. But I could never be 100% sure, um, mostly because when I had my crush on her, she was dating some guy. Mm -hmm. ended up breaking up, and now she's dating another guy. That's not a hint there. We still follow each other on Instagram. Um, oh, you still told us. <laughs> I was going to say, Mary, uh, Judah is taken, but if you want to let us know. Um, no, um, but... Get on you the never wait list. Know. <laughs> <laughs> me and Mary, the thing is, like, so me and Mary were not like best. Like, this is not like a best friend story. Like, we were friends uh -huh. for a long time, and we we had like a crush on each other. Like that, it was not that type of story. It was mm -hmm. more like a like we were acquaintances, and I just really dug her vibe. Dug her mm -hmm. vibe to the point that I kind of wanted to kiss her, but also like I never actually ended up doing anything because mm -hmm. you know it is what it is. Um. I was also kind of a coward in high school, I'm not going to lie. Um, acting on feelings, especially feelings like those, I feel like is so hard, especially because when, every, when you presume everyone around you is kind of like straight, there's like this extra pressure to like not act on those feelings because mm -hmm. you don't want to be seen as like a weirdo, you know, or like worse yet, like a fucking predator. Like I did not want to be the person in my high school that had the rumor that I 
trying to kiss all the girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just did not want that rumor attached to me. Um, So it's definitely, like, a lot harder. I will say that, like, I feel like I do... I did wake up one morning and was like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. Like, th- like that was kind of, like... <laughs> my journey was kind of, like, cut and dry. Came to me in a dream. <laughs> no, literally, it did. It did come to me in a dream. And I was like, oh, I can... I dig this. I vibe with this. That's I'm honestly... Not- that's how I came out as trans. I, like, realized it one day, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't have, like, this, like, I did not, like, wake up one day and have this, like, giant epiphany where I'm, like, looking at, like... Suddenly you're looking at a yeah. magazine and you, you're like, oh. Just you know, you know, like frantically when, Googling, gay? Okay, you know question when, mark. You know in that, that scene in Twilight where Bella is looking up, like, the vampire stuff? <laughs> like, it was not like that. On the fake Google? Yeah, on the fake Google where she's looking up, like, the vampire, like, and then she's like, I know what you are. And he's like, say it. Like, no, it was not Except like it's that. Edward. Edward is Judah. And then Bella is also Judah. Yeah, no, for real. Um, but it was like, I don't know. I just woke up one morning and was like, all right, that's it, I guess. Like, I guess I'm bisexual. And like, it I was. Guess. Yeah, I guess. You take it or leave. Um, but it was like. And I did have like experiences like in high school and college that would later kind of like solidify that like label for me Mm -hmm. um but it was never anything like i was never really ashamed of being bisexual i never had the like like mostly because like one i was by the time we had gotten into conversations about like sexuality and like i'm catholic so i went to like catechism and stuff by the time we got to the conversations about like sexuality like i was already like pretty staunchly like anti-catholic like, I was already pretty, like, set in, like, I hate being Catholic. I hate you all. I kind of want to leave. So I was pretty pretty much set in that, like, mindset already. So I never really had that kind of, like, Catholic guilt of being bisexual. Mm-hmm. Like, it was never, like, anything that, like, I was guilty about. Um, and I was never really ashamed of it either. I was never really embarrassed to say that I was bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely, like... Kind of like that. Again, like I said, it was nothing too, like, intense. Like, I was not... I don't know. It's not like those movies... Like, you know how, like, there's a lot of, like, media that depicts queer people where they're, like, ashamed of, like, being queer? Yeah. And they're like, I wouldn't choose this if I had the choice. And oh, it's my like, God. Oh, no. It's like, okay. And Do like, you hear so many people on the internet say that shit now? Gosh, They're like, what? To put yeah, Pete Buttigieg from our last episode. Um, it's like they like why you know some some conservatives like you know being gay is a choice or being queer is a choice, and they're like, why would I choose this? I hate this, and I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. Like you're being a little dramatic. Not gonna lie. I also think that, like, being bisexual has added a little spice to my life. Ooh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, just a little bit of, like... Like we said, we're a little quirky. Yeah. We're all a little quirky like, in here. I'm not gonna lie. It's very fun being bisexual. Like... Speaking of which, uh, before Colson has to go, I wanted to ask both of you, uh, what's your favorite part about being bisexual? Um... Or, like, you know, what's... What's fun that you love about it? What's the little spice? Yeah, what's the spice you're talking so about? So, for <laughs> me, the little spice is always, like, for me, it was flirting with people. And I say was because I am monogamous. I have a partner, so I can no longer flirt with, like, other people like I could. But before I had a partner, mm-hmm. flirting was really fun. Like, that was, like, the funnest part. Um, I love that. <laughs> with So, with guys, it's, like, whatever. But with girls... <laughs> Flirting was definitely, like, a different type of game because you had to kind of decipher whether or not, like, she was into you, right? Oh, so women are complicated, aren't they? No. (laughs) No, because, so, guys, it's pretty easy to tell, but for girls, it's always, like, you have to kind of, like, do a little bit of extra, like, Mm -hmm. observation, you know? Like, you have to, like, like, you can't just be, like, oh, I like your hair, like, Oh, because they're like, oh, thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love exactly. your outfit. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can't just, like, you can't. It was different because a lot of girls would sometimes, like, if they weren't bisexual or if they weren't, like, gay, they were, like, oh, thanks. Like, and they're like, oh, my God, you're such a good friend. And it's just like, okay. But then when it came to, like, flirting with, like, other people, 
like especially with other queer folks it's a lot it's a different game it's just so it's so much fun it is um so yeah the flirting definitely for sure um but yeah what about you you? yeah like um i would say that i don't know my life is not as exciting as yours um (laughs) you don't have as much game as judah (laughs) (laughs) alas but, like, honestly, one of my favorite parts of being bi is just that there's a lot of other bi people, and it's a fun thing that can come up where it's like, oh my god, you too? <laughs> so, Spider-Man meme. Yeah, like... <laughs> but they're, like, um, bisexual colored instead of pink, uh, red, and oh blue. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> no, because tell me why I've had three other bi people tell me that they're bi. They can sense it. Yeah. The bi sense. Bi- the bi sense. sense. Oh the my The sense. Wait, I'm so really good, good at this. It Sorry. sounds a little too much like Biden or Bidet, but like we'll go with it. <laughs> Biden doesn't care about bisexual. <laughs> yeah. And like also I think like a lot of it I guess is just relatability. Like um and like you know with like if I have like friends who are like straight women um or like gay guys sometimes like uh they'll kind of like be like mm, is this guy and I'm like mm, that that guy is. Um, <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. Like like so, I actually like, have opinions, and I'm not just kind of like a bystand bystander, hehe. <laughs> bystander um, like, to all of those like things. So it doesn't manifest in super like big ways, but it's really nice to have those like small points of connection with other people. Yeah, well, queer community is the best. Yes, it is. It really is. And like you said, you ended up here at Outright. I've, yes, we've captured you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... That is an awkward thing to say because I do need to go. Oh yeah. Do you want to say any parting words before we let you go? Um, I guess like I don't know. I'm sorry that I could not stay longer, but I need to give a speech about Japanese curry. Uh, so <laughs> that sounds very important. Are you in Com One? Yes, I am. That's oh so valid. God. Yeah, That's I'm gonna valid. be so persuasive. But um, good luck. Like, I hope to return because this is very fun. And I hope that the rest of you all have a very lovely podcast. Okay. And you two listeners. Thank you for joining us. Have applaud. A love, have a lovely speech. Thank yes. you. You'll convince us. Love Japanese Alrighty. Curry. Sick. Bye, Carlson. Ready. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Now it's Judah versus the two gays. Opposite gays, I guess. Um, I don't know which I'm going to use this one. Hey, yeah, that's we probably, still oh, have, let me turn off my We still door. have LGB anti. We do. <laughs> nice so, we're still covered we got this. we're covered um i wanted to uh follow up on your comment about like flirting with women and like potentially being misconstrued because i feel like that like a lot of people's hesitance around bisexuality in general is like tied to like sex shaming and oh, yeah. like pr- being a prude and like how and honestly, the way that men and women differ in kinship and like how they interact with each other, because like if you were a man interacting with a man in that way, you're more likely to get punched in the face than you are to have your compliment accepted. Right. Right. So like I'm wondering, do you maybe through high school or in college or even just like conceptually like your thoughts on how I guess straight women are just women in general or maybe not just women, whatever. Um how that kind of interacts with your bisexuality or just like that side of your experience as a bi person where it's like like do you ever think about like well the reason that you know this is more difficult than it would be like with a man for example is because like it's much more normal for women to interact in or like in and obviously you are not a woman but but no, uh, i know what you mean yeah, yeah i'm terrible i mean like in the, in the, that's what I was gonna say, like I'm not a woman, but I do have a lot of experiences that align with being a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is that it is a lot. It's a more dangerous game to flirt with men, I think, or to be in that kind of like situation with men. Um, just because, for me at least, I found that men were a little bit more volatile. Again, not all men. I yeah, should, yeah. Of disclaimer, yeah, not, this, not all men. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm dating like a cis man right now, and it's not, you know, that that experience is not, you know, the it it was not the same. But there are times, there were times before I was before I was with my partner where I felt like that I was like in danger, you know, because you can't just say no to a man, mm-hmm. or you can't like you can't say no to a man, or you can't like. 
not like there's that conversation right now around like consent and like sex and like when do you say no like and when does it count yeah and when does it count because there are times there were times where i was scared to say no because i don't know like i didn't know especially like when i was in back in my hooking up days um where i was seeing multiple people at the same time it was a lot harder to gauge especially men it was a lot harder to gauge men that i had just met you know like i'd met through like tinder or something it was a lot harder to gauge their kind of behavior women on the other hand i find that it was a lot it was a lot safer because at least if it wasn't like flirting like at least i had a friend you know what i mean like if it wasn't like a if it didn't like lead to anything at least i had like a pal or something and yeah, now we can hang out at the yeah bar. now like... we can hang yeah exactly like it wasn't like anything super like it was never anything super like i never felt in danger mm-hmm. when i was like dating women as opposed to like dating men um so there's definitely that kind of like there's a lot of like overlap with like patriarchy and all of that and how there is that kind of entitlement of my body for cis men. Um, definitely, like, it's definitely kind of, like, jarring to, like, think about it now. But, like, I don't know, the amount of times I could have died is a lot <laughs> for somebody who was, like, only, like, flirting mm-hmm. with men. Or only, like, not even, like, flirting. Like, that's not even, like, a Saying hello to, to a saying man. Saying hello to a man. Or even, like, even just like messing around like i have this like i had a really traumatic experience in high school like where i was messing around and ended up being like a lot more serious i won't get into detail because i kind of don't want to and also i don't want to cry please don't so i will not go into detail about what happened but suffice to say it traumatized me like yeah so there's definitely that kind of like difference between men and women and it sucks because you don't want to say that. Like, you don't want to, like, admit that because it, so- it sounds really shitty to admit. Mm-hmm. But there is. Because it's also that, I mean, that male entitlement, right? Like, that's right. the whole, you know, patriarchy definitely affects both men and women, obviously, in their own right. unique ways. But one of those unique ways is it gives men a certain entitlement over a body they perceive as feminine or a woman. Right. Um, exactly. But yeah. Happier, yeah. happier question? Happier Let's question. See, what else do you have? Judah, who are your favorite bisexual characters? Oh, God. It. So, okay. So. You can do hand cannons too if you have a few of those. Oh, yeah. They don't have to be. So, cannons. in Shit's Creek, David Rose, oh, he's not bisexual. <laughs> he's pansexual, though. Um, And he says that in the show. Like, I think in season one, that's like one of the conversations because he ends up like. I'm, you know, this is not spoiler. The show's been out for like years already. It's won like seven Emmys. We can, yeah. it's okay. So, he, yeah, if you haven't seen it at this point, like in season one, he ends up having a, a, short, a really short relationship with Stevie, the motel owner. But Stevie thinks that he's gay and he's like, no, I'm pansexual. And like, he's, he uses like a wine metaphor for it. And I can't remember what it is. Oh, the rosé one? Didn't we talk about that yeah. episode? Yes. Yeah, the rosé one. Um, where he's like, well, sometimes I'm a red person. Sometimes I'm a white person. Other times I'm a rosé. Like, it's just, it was it was interesting. Sometimes I'm a white person. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that's not what he says. I'm probably I'm like, sure it's more eloquent. Yeah, I'm messing it up, but it's fine. <laughs> He's definitely one of my favorite characters. Is that the, um, who plays him? Is that the main Dan Levy? Is it Dan Levy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Dan Levy. He's the one with glasses who sounds gay. Is it him? It's, wait. Yes, it's Dan Levy. Yeah, okay, yeah. Dan Levy. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen Shit's Creek, so now I know what happens and I can't watch it. It's on Hulu. Yeah. All six, all... I recommend it. I heard it's good, yeah. It is really good. It's it. really funny. I don't I like, like it sitcoms, and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's Creek, I like, I really like Shit's Creek. Friend, um, rewriting Friends, except they're a, a polyamorous, bisexual, six, six tuple. No, I say that all the time. I'm like, they should have written the show to include, to make this character, like, bisexual or to, like, make this, like, thing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, I definitely think all the Scooby-Doo characters are in a polyamorous relationship. Oh, yeah. Relationship. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, except for, obviously, except for the dog. Like, <laughs> excluding Scooby. I didn't think that Scooby was involved. I was thinking about it. I'm like, Scooby's probably not. Um. Yeah, I was like, let's let's exclude the dog real quick. Um, let me preface that first. For somebody comments, like, are you talking about the dog, too? The dog. <laughs> no, the I'm van. not advocating for zoophilia. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. It looks yeah. like Lily has something to say about the Scooby-Doo. No, you're good. Polycule. Lily has comments about the Scooby-Doo polycule. I, I, I have the truth. No, I have the truth. No. The dog could be polyamorous, but with... Oh, no. Yeah, get in but here, Lily. Get here. in here. No, you guys are having so much fun, and, like, well, except for the parts where it's not fun. But, like, the interview was so good, and I was, like, regretting not jumping in. Oh, yeah, Lily is also bisexual. I'm also bisexual. Lily Yay. is replacing Colson for our the last, no. like, four of the, of the podcast. <laughs> no, I talked to Colson as he was, like, on his way out, and then he was like, yeah, no, you should jump in. And I was like... You got permission. I got permission, yes. Nice. I'm carrying on... Um, what, so I'm what's your opinion on the Scooby-Doo polycule? <laughs> Scooby-Doo is polyamorous, but with other dogs, not with okay. the mystery. I'm into that. Let's, yes. What? <laughs> he has dog. I'm sure he can have a dog girlfriend or boyfriend. Yes. Scrappy-Doo's like his son, right? What's yes. his no, nephew? Scrappy-Doo's his nephew. nephew. Oh, nephew. still bad. Okay. Fun fact, the creator hated Scrappy-Doo so much that the creator ended up like killing him off. Yeah. So As valid. he should. He was horrible. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Scrappy-Doo slander. No, don't be sorry. From from Scooby Doo live He's action so zombie island. <laughs> Scooby Doo live action zombie island was like a bisexual waking for me. Oh yeah, they wanted to make Velma queer in that, didn't they? Yeah, and then they didn't. Velma has always been gay. Let me just say from the beginning. Oh yeah, Velma is a queer. I like to think Daphne is bisexual. I think, and I don't want to give the Mindy Kaling version of Velma so much like oh no praise because. It is that Velma, that <laughs> notorious, horrible one. Um, but Velma in that show is bisexual. Let me just like, say, not to like take this off the rails, but everybody hates the new like Mindy Kaling oh, Velma. Yeah. I yeah. think it's okay. I actually liked it. Oh, oh, yeah, oh okay, Kelly. Like well, you can leave. It. <laughs> no, no. I, honestly, I haven't watched it. I've only seen from like. I've just seen a lot Twitter of like. Part. She no. does a okay. lot of That's stereotypical Indian girl if humor. If you actually like, uh... watch it, it's not nearly as bad as it looks from like from screen clips. caps yeah. or clips. Me and my friend watch it together, like in her dorm, and it's like really fun. And we yeah, like, it's funny. It. But it's we both great, we both but... hate it. <laughs> I think it's I think some of it's good. I think some of it is good. That's I'm also true. blinded I'm... by the beautiful production design. Yes, like the character and the design cartoons moi. are so good. The color design? Moi. Moi. Kelly the animator. <laughs> the animator. I'm not Kelly. gonna lie, I was a little bit excited because I do have a soft spot for Mindy Kaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, like Mindy. I, Kaling. I have like a soft spot. I really do have a soft spot for Mindy Kaling. Maybe I... you could watch it and report back if you like it. Maybe. <laughs> I wrote about I wrote about how like because I knew that one of the more recent um the more recent Scooby Doo Scooby Doo movies included her being lesbian. Yeah. Um. And then I wrote about Mindy Kaling's version, and I didn't know Mindy Kaling's version of Velma was going to be bisexual. I didn't actually find that out until they had until I saw that clip with Daphne, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, okay. Like, I don't know. I think there's. I think a lot of people miss like with the Scooby Doo series, especially like a lot of people like like to be like oh only one of canon is correct and it's like well that's not true because scooby-doo is like an ip like it depends there's literally like, like hundreds yeah there's I like think. literally hundreds of scooby-doos like versions of these characters like yeah that's never... freddie prince argue... jr is not the same as the cartoon <laughs> yeah <friend>, okay <laughs> yeah that's the thing is it's like you know if you look at the new velma series it's i think a lot of people hate it because it's so different from like most of the source material mm-hmm. but i think if you look at it as something different instead of comparing it to previous like kids versions it's not that bad yeah. it's just different um I'm trying to anyway think... let's get back Sorry. to the podcast other characters that i know that are like i'm trying to think bisexual. if there's bisexual Has characters anybody in seen the owl house oh oh, oh the owl house loves the main characters. i feel like every episode house. we talk about representation it's like the owl house Sorry, baby i love the when you guys were talking about it and I was like in the back corner, uh-huh. I was like, 
I wanted to jump in there. I do. There's this. Okay, not to talk about negative representation, but has anyone seen Generation on HBO Max? Yeah, I have not. I seen didn't Generation. like it. I the know guy, what I know what you mean by negative representation because there's a lot of it. The guy, shit, what's his name? Connor or something? I don't it's remember like, anyone. I don't names. know what his I name is. I'll put thing. it. I'll put it on the screen here. Sorry, Generation. When I Google it, I <laughs> did like that show. I did not like his character. His character was like the classic sleep with everyone bisexual and like cheat on people without feeling um, bad. And I was like, this show is so nuanced about queer things. Why does it have to have that? I think yeah. Sex Ed, the character Adam, I think that's his name in Sex, in sex Education uh-huh. on Netflix. Nathan. They oh. did a similar type thing with him. Not, like, in terms of, like, sleeping with other people, but there was that kind of, like, stereotype. The reason why he was bullying the gay character on the show was because he himself was bisexual and he was struggling with that, which is kind of annoying as a trope Mm -hmm. because it's not true. I did like the depiction of bisexuality in the sense of how he's, like, there's, like, a poster. Like, there's two posters on the wall of, like, the sports stuff and then, like, some, like, stereotypical, like, guy stuff, and he's, like, staring at it. Like, that was, like, a really cool scene. That's so cute. But I forgot also, about that. like, the reason, like, him bullying the gay character because he himself was struggling with bisexuality, I just didn't vibe with. I was yeah. like, oh, Julianne wrote a great article about that trope of, like, the closeted yeah. bully. And also, like, you know, we're in a very quick shift to a horrible thing happening in real life. With, like, the eradication of trans people and, like, queer legislation and how, you know, they just passed, like, the anti-drag bill in oh, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee just passed, just, passed the they, bill, just passed the bill today or yesterday. Yeah, banning uh, drag. Not just banning drag, they banned and gay gender marriage. Affirming. They did? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, it Wait, banned gay like marriage, Tennessee. interracial marriage. What? Oh. Or there's like there's like you're they're allowed marriage. They didn't like ban it. They I think they like they said, like allowing yeah, exceptions. Yeah, they're allowing the exception that you Jesus. Can, that well, the courts can deny Tennessee. Oh, and they also oh, ban gender affirming healthcare for kids under eighteen. But wow. anyways, quick pivot oh, to quick pivot. horrible things. But like people's main thing is like, oh, these men did drag in high school, and it's like obviously they weren't like they were making fun of people, making fun of women by dressing up as them. Yeah, yeah. There's like, a big difference between high schoolers like making a joke out of it. Yeah, like in my in my high school like, talent show, they do like a senior talent show at my high school, and one of the acts was a bunch of the jocks putting on wigs and fake boobs and all this stuff. Like that, you know, the idea isn't those people are closeted and secretly want to be drag queens. It's they're making queerness into a joke, or like right. when a homophobic or transphobic politician does something, they're like, oh, they must be closeted, and it's like. The call is not coming from inside of the house. It's coming from the people who built the bazooka that is aimed at the house. Like, yeah. Anyways. Right. I yeah. mean, there's also like a misconception, too, that a lot of, for a lot of bi people that bi people are gross. Mm-hmm. Right. Just in because general. They, yeah. Just in general. Like they because they date both men and women. They think like in this house, we hate gold star lesbians and shitty gay men and, that won't date by guys. Yeah. It's like, it's like that's purity crazy. politics. Yeah. Like, like that's like a take from like 1990. Yeah. And <laughs> I mentioned that because it is also another common trope for bisexual characters as well. As soon as the person realizes they're bisexual, it's like, oh, you're gross for liking both men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, okay. I've had, I, I've had, um, I have a really homophobic uncle who literally said straight to my face that bisexual girls. He didn't know I was bisexual. Oh, jeez. But he oh was like, gosh. bisexual are so nasty. What? Oh, my god! And I was like... Thanks, person who's 30 years older than me. I didn't I need like, to know that. Okay. like <laughs> Actually, you're gross. <laughs> no, because I Take was just that. like... I don't understand, like, because I didn't understand, like, where the, because the conversation never talked about bisexual people. <laughs> You're just talking about, like, what yeah. to have for and dinner, and like, he's like, you know what? I hate bisexual people. And it's just, like, there is definitely that misconception that the show up in media, too. Like, media has not been the best towards bisexual people. They think that they're faking bisexuality or that bisexuality isn't, like, real um or that it's a ploy for attention especially for for bisexual women that's one of the Mm -hmm. main their main things is that it's a ploy for attention so true and then like also like couples that like fetishize bisexual women like they want the third or something i hate the unicorn emoji yeah oh my gosh (laughs) scrolling through like bumble is just like trying to avoid like creepy couples like when you're bisexual 
that are just like, oh, we're looking for a third. Sometimes they get really smart about it, too, because it's no longer like they don't post the couple anymore. They'll post like one, one of like the people in the couple. And then it's like the hot woman. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. like and they won't tell you that they're looking for a third until you message. And you like they're like, oh, like I had like a message like that one time. And I was like, oh, hey. And they're like, oh, hey. And then we started talking. And then like. All of a sudden they were like. So me and my boyfriend and I was like, oh, um, mom.com. <laughs> um, no, thank mm, you. No, thanks. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like, and like media also plays a lot of bisexuality as like a joke. Like, it's funny. Ha ha. Like, like, okay. And then sometimes I don't even mention like bisexual people at all. Um, like bisexual people don't exist. My favorite show on HBO Max is Sort Of. And I like the queer representation of that show because it does show, you know, people who are not monosexual. Mm-hmm. That show is so good. Sabi themselves it. isn't even is, like... Yeah, dates yeah. men and women. They, but they, yeah, exactly. And um, they are non-binary themselves. And they are non-binary. Like, it was just really refreshing to see a show that showed, you know, bisexual people, like, um, omnisexual people, etc., not like be shown as a joke like and their like feelings and dating lives are taken seriously mm-hmm. i really do love that show sort of is amazing i haven't finished season two but i do know that i think sabi's actress um like is the writer right uh-huh. or creator so like being able to have control over your own narrative is probably the important missing link there between like that and all the other representation we talk about yeah and i mean like i'm not I'm, like, I'm not a person that's like, oh, you have to be bisexual to write bisexuality. Sure. I just ask that you, like, treat bisexuality with a little bit more respect. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's getting better now, for sure. Like, more and more bisexual people are, are appearing on TV. You know, people are having conversations about bisexuality. But sometimes, you know, things regress. Like, huge, huge regressions. Like, I've had to, like, again, Twitter is the worst Twitter place to be. It's a place of regression. Because it was just, like, I've had to be, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. I need people to step off the app um, because, like, people will see something that one bisexual person says and then apply it to, like, everyone Everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, Twitter is also just, like, a hotbed for, like, homophobia. True. True. And racism and Um, pretty much everything. Would you prefer if your boyfriend was bisexual or if he cheated? That was a huge one. That was... Oh, my god. That one, being on that one was, like, being on Twitter during that time was so interesting. Yeah, so there was a time. Huh? It's a dark time. Yeah, it was a dark time for sure. Like that, like it was just like, it was like that tweet and then like the list of people were like, oh, I'd rather he cheat because bisexual people are nasty and I can never like be with a man who's been with a man. And I was like, well, couldn't be me. But also like, (laughs) it was just, it's it's crazy. People are awful. People are horrible. Like, I'm just like, I need everyone to relax for a second. And also, like, the fact that people make it other people's business to be, like, I think Kit Connor was, like, a big one recently where he was kind of forced to out himself as bisexual. Yeah, he, like, yeah. dared to hold hands with a woman and yeah, everyone was like, how everyone, dare you? Yeah, because everyone got upset at him. Like, we don't even know his relationship. He's also, like, 18. That woman. Yeah, yeah, he's 18. And I was like, you guys are being really weird to an 18-year-old about his sexuality and you wrote like, an article about that didn't i you? did because i was like well it's not even at the end of the day it's not even your business first of all second of all whether like he's eight he's, i think he was like freshly 18 i'm like you guys are being weird to an 18 year old like calm down yeah like and also just like the conversation of like queer baiting and like whether like real people can queer bait like is that like even a thing well like, there's also like there was also like the discourse around whether or not a bisexual person who's dating somebody of their opposite gender, like, do they still belong at Pride? There was, like, that huge, yeah. like, conversation. And it was always about the looks. It was always Ugh. about the looks of the couple and not, like, mm-hmm. how the couple identifies. Because it was like, well, you don't know if their partner is pre-transition. You don't know if their partner identifies as, like, or not identify, there is something else. Like, you don't, you can't tell. You're making a lot of assumptions based mm-hmm. on, like, yeah. looks of people. And even if they were a cis man and a cis woman, yes, they belong at yeah. Pride, where LGBT 
BT is in the name. Well, and that was a big thing in, like, especially during, like, the AIDS crisis. A lot of people did not take Biomen seriously. Oh, yeah. There was huge, I think in San Francisco, they tried to create a bi-health center, a bisexual health center, for specifically for Biomen, especially because AIDS was mostly affecting men at the time. Again, it did also affect women, but not at the rate that it affected men. Um, and there was outcry about it. There was outcry about, you know, by people just like having that kind of like having that space for themselves um and still today there's still a lot of people who don't take by people seriously or their health seriously it's by health month again everyone um and even like like we still don't have like queer sex ed which is crazy to me because like the amount of things that i know a lot of young bisexuals are confused about in terms of like sex is a lot because American sex education is horrible. Yeah. Like there is no bi bi sex ed. Well, there's no queer sex ed in general. Like you don't have gay sex ed either. But there is no bi sex ed for people who are engaging in having sex with multiple partners. People who, you know, like it was it's just like there's a lot <laughs> that needs to be done still in terms of that work. Um and people do need to take, you know, bisexual people more seriously. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, do we want to wrap up with one more question? We can do the classic um, advice for your younger self or for any emerging bi or young bi folks. Oh, I have so much advice. Or the community in general. Uh, have at it. Um, first, I would start with if you're having sex with multiple partners, Please get tested. That's for everyone, too. For everyone. For, not just for bisexual people, but I say this for everyone. Please get tested for STIs. It's and it's, gonna, like, cheap, too, yeah, in some not, places. It could be, and it's it could free, be at free in some places. Yeah, um, if you can, if you can afford it, if you can get tested, get tested. It's you better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry, for sure. Um, and ask your partner whenever oh, yeah, you're about to engage. Oh, yeah, ask your partner, too. Like, that shouldn't be a weird question to ask your partner, like, hey, have you gotten tested? Like, you should be able to have that conversation. Um, two, you don't have to be ashamed about being bisexual. It's fine. You exist. That's okay. Join outright. Jo yeah, join outright if you come here to UCLA. Um, or if we decide to, I don't know, break off student media. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, student media. Jose, I'm don't kidding. don't listen to them. I'm kidding. We want um, our $5,000 a year. Um, yeah, just don't be ashamed of being bisexual. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I think there's a lot of people who want to make you feel shame for being bisexual, and I think you should ignore them because you should be happy with your bisexuality or content with it at least. Not like super happy, but you're okay with <laughs> or it. Or you could be, you know. Happy. We want to have yeah. we want to have content as the baseline. Yeah, content as the baseline for sure. Um also you will have a lot of confusing feelings. You should probably unpack them, but also it's okay to have those confusing feelings. It's okay for your identity to change. I think a lot of people are worried that once they come out as something, they can no longer be anything else. But um, your identity could change. Let's say you're questioning whether or not you're truly... You're truly like gay or something because you have feelings for, you know, people of the opposite sex. You don't have to identify as bisexual, but you should, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of those feelings. You shouldn't be ashamed to like to have those change. Again, that varies from person to person. I'm not saying I'm not prescribing this to everyone being like, go out there and have. You know, sex with as many people as possible yeah, I'm like, to no. figure it out. No, my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> because I think a lot of people so rush. Nice. I think a lot of people rush to figure themselves themselves out, and it's like you're not gonna have everything figured out at like 15 or at like I don't know I'm 22 right now. Like I'm don't I still don't have everything figured out. So I think that like I watched a video yesterday where 30 year old said she's 23, she'll grow out of it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna be very different in seven years. Oh yeah, that's another thing too. Bisexuality is not a phase. Oh yes, it's yes. not a phase. It is something I think a lot of people misconstrue the fact that because identities can change, that means that's just a phase, mm -hmm. and that's not true. You were bis like you were bisexual, you were not 
not bisexual. You know what I mean? Like, you were not not bisexual. Like, mm-hmm. That's even- the thing, too. That's something we mentioned in our Arrow episode, that if a label serves you right now, then that's fine. You can use it. And if you throw it away later for something else or you tuck it in your back pocket for later, like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I was just like one thing to add, too, is that it helped me a lot to kind of realize that people will use the word phase to shame you, too. And like like we were saying of shifting labels, like, I mean, you don't have to call anything a phase, but if something was a phase, that's like, OK, like, who cares? <laughs> that is people true. will be like, oh, like it was just a phase. Like, it's like, well, it was okay, fun. Sure, like, you know? Jesus, sorry, I Nothing had a good time. Wrong with something being a phase. Um, but yeah, Lily, do you have anything? Yes, I do. So my like bisexuality like journey was like a little like it's hard to say what to tell to my younger self because my younger self, as I was talking about earlier, is like was just a total lesbian <laughs> and like only thought about girls and only liked girls from like a young age. And then it was actually like maybe like in late high school that was the first time I was ever even remotely attracted to a guy. And um, it's really embarrassing. It's like celebrity crush, but it was like when I started listening to K-pop. Like, <laughs> Dude, I got to see like five minutes of a Seventeen concert, and I'm like, they're all I perfect. Love Seventeen. Yeah. Let me say, oh as gosh. a lesbian, K-pop men are very hot. So, you know, <laughs> I acknowledge. It was the only men that I seen that like were like. I don't know, like palatable to me. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like they were pretty and like dressed well. So pretty. And like, maybe I'll like a man clean. if he doesn't look like a trash bag. Literally, my <laughs> my perception of men at that point was so bleak. It was so sad. <laughs> but I grew up in like the two thousands, which was like the Seth Rogen. Oh like, yeah, you era being old, of, like. Sorry. Just rogy men. Did you not grow up in the 2000s? <laughs> well, less than Lily. Lily's old. Lily's oh, an ancient oh, three did years older than me. I just get called old. I just, I just re, <laughs> I just processed that. No, so true. I'm joking. No, so sad. So true. And yeah, so it's hard to say what to tell to my younger self. Well, okay. When I was younger, I was in my, I was grew up in a fundamental household. Damn, and a lot I, of religious religious trauma in this a, in your booth today. And like, um, part of my like religious trauma was being just like, like brainwashing myself into trying to figure out like what I was going on with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so, in my homophobic era, I was like, oh, <laughs> sexuality is a choice. Like, I like girls, but I choose to like men, and it must be that way for everyone. Ugh. Everyone must oh, like boy, both that's people. That's very by of you, Lily. And then they choose someone, <laughs> and that was in my homophobic era. And then, oh, no. so I was like, but mind you, I was like twelve. 13 <laughs> so i was just trying to make sense of like my religious upbringing we're not then... canceling you don't worry okay it's fine. i feel uncanceled you are kicked out of outright <laughs> <I'm> being <laughs> homophobic for two months when you were fundamentally christian and figuring it out also well. Well. <laughs> resignation email. <laughs> resignation email so sad i just like gather my things and like, <laughs> you're little, like see ya in a little sack and leave <laughs> anyway, no. no lily's are yeah. lily's a star artist you are yes. not allowed to leave yeah actually you oh, coming from a star artist <laughs> yeah our two artists yeah. are the yes. spider-man yes. meme once again oh, <laughs> <laughs> so real and so yeah i guess i would tell my younger self to get out of her homophobic era <laughs> and like um just realize that it's okay to have like different sexualities. Sexuality isn't a choice. You're just bi. Um, and yeah, just like learn to accept your, like, it's going to be okay. I would tell her that it's going to be okay because I know that she was really panicking. Even up until recently, she was panicking a lot about her gender and sexuality, but that it's okay. And that there's no, like, personally for me, there's no like loving, religion that's going to punish you for being who you are and who you're born to be and who you can't help but being and so yeah every you know you are who you are and that's a beautiful thing so yeah that would be what i tell my younger self oh that's such a good note to end on thank you thank you lily any other thoughts or shall i just get into our little outro um oh wait who has the print I don't. Does anyone have, have a copy of the print? I do. It's my oh, wait, backpack. I have mine in my backpack. Speaking of which, <laughs> if you saw the print, you will see. Um, for my bi folks out there, you might have a lot of bi feelings about it. This <laughs> is the coolest good. print. 
on the print. Look at this. Look at them. Are you joking? Show the back cover. Show the back Are cover. you kidding me right now? Oh my god. This is our most fabulous print yet. So our uh winter 2023 oh we print. should talk about what was bi culture it's okay yeah <laughs> we'll have to do that another yeah episode. we talked about bi culture a little bit there a were too bit. many puns in this episode for it that not to be one part of it um but the culture issue has uh is officially out so if you're in los angeles and you're near ucla you can grab a copy from the lgbt center on campus from the bruin plaza newsstand uh, if you're going to queer prom on Friday, that'll be passed by the time we post this on YouTube. Uh, but if you're going to queer prom on campus on Friday, we'll have a bunch of copies there. They're going to be in Salon Benders, which is a queer salon in Los Angeles during spring break. So that'll be the week of March 27th. Um, and this is, yeah, it's just our winter 2023 zine all about culture. And it's the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and it's so good. So grab a copy. It'll be available online over the summer. Um, they're free. They're free. Um, and yeah, that's what I wanted to end on. I did want to start with that, but I completely forgot. I'm glad <laughs> I right. Right. Um, but yeah, you can follow Outright on our social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Outright News Mag. Uh, you can also read our bi-week... Ugh! Our bi oh, weekly articles. <laughs> our, no pun intended. The, the, pun the, intended. Pun, pun okay, intended. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, our bi weekly articles on our website, outrightnewsmag.org. That's right, spelled W R I T E. Like we said, pick up a copy of our print. Um, I have been Christopher. I've been Judah. I've been Kelly. And I've been Lily. Thank you so much for watching our bisexuality episode. Happy Bi Health Month. Happy Women's History Month. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.